Wait for us to start again. Start again. Hi, my name is Diaganesh, and my proposition is that if everybody in this world uses public transport, then there will be a drastic decrease in global warming. Okay, so your topic was global warming, right, Diag? Yeah. So the reason for my um, idea is because. If we all use public transport, then that will have a decrease in manufacturers of vehicle of other separate vehicles. It'll also mean that that there will be less money spent on the on diesel, and it will be and since diesel is bad for the environment, it'll be for the better. And if you and if you think that electric cars are that you can get an electric car and that won't matter. Then, the think about how the electric car is going to be like demolished after you use it. So public transport is going to help. Yes. So I think Dia is mixing up two issues here. One is global warming, another is transportation. We know that in the world today, there are many types of alternative vehicles available which run on um, electricity, on wind energy, some even claim to run on water. The world population is 7 billion and ever increasing. Do you think you can create enough trains, buses, uh, and other means of transport to transport so many people and with the fear of pandemics coming over and over again do you think people would prefer to travel in public transport like this that is first point second point is global warming as we understand it is looking at a big world map through a microscope the world is ever changing the temperatures of Earth, if you compare historical data, have increased, decreased, increased, decreased yes. in a cyclical pattern. Yes, I agree. So if you if you are going to look at global warming through a wormhole and say, oh my God, because we are running so many machines, temperatures are increasing, maybe there is some contribution of machines in that, but that is not factually correct just by taking one pointer and saying because we use machines global warming is happening i agree with your point i think harsh should get it okay so mine is something that will that you guys will agree with and we will probably have to use um less less things working on this but the, but um all of those buses will make a lot of buses if that happens but here's the real thing what about all of the machines they probably run on some fuel some of the machines that are used to make it probably run on fuel themselves. So it can, and Alma, think about those giant energy tanks releasing smoke into the air by tons, but you actually get good stuff, energy 
going deep into the ground. Eventually, and almost in the in the pipe going deep into the ground, there will be stuff that convert water into energy. So that way, when rain comes down, some of it will be absorbed into the nearby trees, these places, and then you can get energy out of the water coming from the ground. Interesting, very interesting. Does daddy have a... I agree with Harsh's idea completely, but the point that I have to make is based on Mama's um, speech. So, Mama, the pandemic that is the pandemic is is probably um, causing anxiety to people, and like you said, they're going to be hesitant to ride on. I mean, to ride on through public transport, <clears throat> but but if. But I have an idea that might reduce their stress. We could have l way larger um, public buses and trains, which would mean there would be an even space. Also, um, if because you might see that there are also that buses also um, use an even amount of fuel, if not more diesel and fuel than cars. However, there are um, electric buses that are being made. And, and I have another point. People are thinking about using like um, auto driving stuff, but, but really that would, just, that would just like lose people's jobs, which is why we don't need to expand anymore. If we have electrical buses that don't do anything on the environment and that we keep it that way for for long for a long period of time then still it will reduce and this is the point that and like you said for it's only a small bit of the global warming but the world is struggling to take big steps so let's start with the smallest steps which is public transport thank you interesting yes cool. oh, okay so, what about all the cars, all the, all the sometimes there's the, the diesel, sometimes stuff, stuff in the machines um, are running on diesels. Sometimes machines making the cars are running on diesel and to get all of that, um, and so nobody passes out because of the smoke. They lift that all into the air. But this is something personal. So what if you just make a car just with metal plates mostly and the only metal parts and the only parts that are not going to be um, made out of out of metal metals which are very easy to get as the windows and the seats and the driving uh, and the steering wheel. Okay.
Okay. Now my point is, I I agree that public transportation is good. Every city, every country in the world should have good public transport. I don't understand why people do not invest in public transport. It has a few benefits. One is, it reduces costs because uh, people do not have to pay more when they go by a taxi or a car or whatever. Public transport is generally cheaper, and in a place like Luxembourg, it is free. So it definitely helps. the public at large second it generates a lot of employment because then you need drivers you need yeah in some places you need mechanics you need ticket takers you need uh, or whatever it has multiple you know then you have bus stations where you have people looking at the information counter you have people who schedule the buses so it does generate quite a lot of employment so that's very very good that way but again you have a lot of places which are very difficult to reach and then if you want to have a good public transportation system you need to have a very good schedule you need to have buses coming every 10 minutes every 15 minutes otherwise people have to wait for too long so like for some earlier bus you have to wait for half an hour if you miss a bus you have to wait for half an hour you don't have an option you will either call a cab or you will take your own car out so for public transport to be effective it has to reach all different corners and it has to be very very good in terms of scheduling and that could actually turn out to be quite expensive if you need to have a bus running every 15 minutes and there are only 10 people using the bus on the entire route then that's a lot of money being spent for 10 people so either you need to design your entire public transportation better where you have buses doing small loops and then you have to change multiple buses to get to your destination but that's what you have to do right you have to either change the entire scheduling and operated on smaller loops or you need to have the um, you know the the mechanism whereby you can use your own private transport and a combination of private and public transport uh one more point being uh, maybe you can also go and as you said there are going to be a lot of buses already going on electric over here in luxembourg there will be lot more buses going on to electric so that is causing less pollution a uh, lot lot more tram lines coming up which can actually accommodate a lot of people you can actually also compartmentalize it a lot more so it makes the distancing much easier yeah so public transportation is good but then they need to take a lot more steps to make it all the more effective <coughs> um i agree with all of your points uh, and the cabinet area was something i was going to mention right now <coughs> but the public transport can the the way that they the way this the how far they can go has a limit because you can't because everything is not possible so we have to try and do as as much as we can to uh, reduce the pollution which is what is going on here in luxembourg your point about the frequency of the buses is very true because we have been in a situation like this what luxembourg needs is a a, a, um, a scheduling <coughs> that would have that would lead you to a direct bus stop and the time should be at least every 10 minutes because that and they sh- and the bus drivers should try and keep as on schedule as possible and like you said about long distance travels it might not be exact accurate Well, you can also there is still air flight 
which is also public transport. I don't know whether there are electric airplanes, but um, maybe people in the future could work to make electric airplanes, <coughs> or maybe even in the present. And if you and some and I offer another solution for people who feel like a little bit hesitant to go onto public transport, even if they have cabinets. Maybe people should go back to using mechanism, mechanics like uh, clockwork to to use to use like clockwork cars. Maybe in just a maybe they could modify it a little bit so that it goes faster. Mama, your point. Very interesting. Uh, you're saying that more buses should be there, and every ten minutes they should be there. And when you're saying the planes, they don't run, maybe they run, they run on electricity, but the planes don't run on electricity. Planes and rockets are some of the biggest consumers of uh, fuel, traditional fuel. So the NASA, which is the space agency of uh, USA, they have a special fund which uh, encourages mad scientists. For example, scientists who are thinking way too out of the box that it falls into the realm of science fiction. For example, a scientist may approach NASA and say, look, I want to do research on how uh, <clears throat> you can be, uh, what is it called in Star Trek, what do they do? Beam up. Yeah, beam a human being from one area to another area. I want to do research on teleportation. Exactly. And they actually have hundred project in which uh, a couple of scientists are trying to uh, uh, find a way to send spaceships into deep space, which will not need a fuel supply. The re basic reason why we can't send, send missions to deep space is because we can only carry limited fuel into this space, our few times are limited. So they are looking at such a battery which does not need any fuel to fire up. They can place a nuclear reactor in the, in the uh, spacecraft and through some uh, mechanical means and through some laws of physics, it, it, they are able to trigger a burst of energy by colliding particles against each other which propels an aircraft into. So I think it is very, very important to invest in such technology. So yeah, that, that's about it. So what I was going to say is, instead of investing in huge infrastructure and instead of investing in millions of buses around the world and millions of tram lines and this and that, I think we should also focus on research into technologies like this. I. I I like that you I like that you have the idea to invest into these sort of genius um, inventions, but still there. But and I I have no um, negative comments for your um, your speech, and I think that um, if if there. That people shouldn't, but I also think that people shouldn't um, use public transport all the time because if there's a short distance, like say about one kilometer, people.
people can walk that distance. They also have to walk. It's good and it's good exercise. So instead of always using public transport, which will which will reduce the amount of um, public transport, people should also think about walking. Sure, the, sure, you should use public transport if you if if it's a very long way. But you should also try and walk as much as you can, or bike ride, because these have no, these give no pollution at all. So yeah, that's. Um, Leah, this is something that your public transport that basically ruins your public transport thing. Nearly going all the time, and then you like. How? Think about the plague, viruses, and bacteria, and other types of germs. <clears throat> I'm I'm so happy that you brought this up because it also has to another um um you know topic, topic that I a topic that I have, which is. Um, that whenever that we already have masks outside, but I have a better idea for the pandemic, which leads me slightly off topic of the of the global warming and public transport thing. But it still helps with the world. Maybe scientists should try and develop like a suit, almost like a spacesuit, that will repel bacteria. But it's still fashionable, so that people can wear it outside. And also, and and you can, and also maybe a a, co a protective cover for your for your bike ride, which is biodegradable, which means, which so that whenever you take have an outing, you um you can just take off these protective layers. You for the uh, protective suits, you can just throw it in the wash, or and for the um the. The shields for the for the bikes—they're just biodegradable, so it doesn't cause any harm to the environment. No. No. So there are two things. Uh, one is this whole assumption on public transport or that people should take public transport or is dependent on the willingness of people to take public transport. In the world we live in, having a big house, having a big car, having latest gadgets like iPhones and iPads is a symbol of status. People don't want to compromise on it. To be very uh, ideal, you must be living in a house that is enough for four people. But we are not living in a house enough for four people. We are living in a house that can accommodate eight people. In India, such house, in, in a house like this, eight people will live. We should ideally not be having a big car, we should be having a small family car. But whenever we get a car, it's going to be a big car. Just as you and I think like this, many people in the world also want a big house, a big car, big gadgets. How are you going to persuade people to not aspire like this? And the second and very interesting thing that you have said is that scientists should come up with suits with which we can step out whenever we step out. So that is acknowledging the air around you is so polluted that you are unable to step out without 
fear of contracting some infection or some virus. And in many futuristic sci-fi novels, that you will vouch for this, they are descriptions of elaborate suits that people wear in the future to work out. So it's very interesting that you talk about. Daddy? Yep. So, I, I think, you know, public transportation is, is uh, the more easily available it is, the more people will adapt to it. I think it's more of a mindset change. I think, and that's why I think Luxembourg has probably made it free, right? It just encourages everybody to start using public transportation more. I'm sure a year down, if they, I think they made it somewhere in February, they made it free. I think a year down the lane, I mean, one more year, I mean, this year was not a good year to keep track of anything. But maybe one year later, if they do a proper study, they will probably realize a lot more people are using public transportation now than they were in the past. So I think availability makes it that much easier for people. And again, it's a mindset change. The more the children are encouraged to use it, the more they will adapt to it going forward. I mean, going forward, they will not have a problem using public transportation. Like when we were younger, we used to use a lot of public transportation. So we have no hesitation in getting to a public transportation service now. But people, if they have not used it, then they find it difficult. So I think this is just a matter of time before people start adapting to that. Uh, again, the point that was raised earlier, uh, electric cars, self-driving cars and everything, I think they are good. Uh, but the problem again is how do you dispose them of? Apparently, the existing electric cars, when you dispose them of, it causes as much pollution as what a conventional car would cause right through its entire lifetime. So unless you destroy it properly without, you know, letting off whatever toxic emissions and whatever, it is going to cause equal amount of damage. The, the, the conventional car will do it over 20 years and this thing will do it in a minute maybe, you know. Uh, then the other point that you raised, Leah, about self-driving cars and employment and everything, I think that is not a very valid point because people will always find something else to do. They'll find something more value added to do. Self-driving cars are predicted to cause less accidents, so it's just much safer. I have, I have a response for the, for the two things, the two of the points. points that you said. The first one about the electric car um, breaking down, how it causes as much pollution as um, a regular car would do through its entire life. I have another idea for this. People could just break them down carefully and use the parts of the inside the car for other means, which is re recycling. And for the other point you said of the um, AI, self-driving cars, people are thinking to use AI for more and more and more for other jobs, which I highly disagree with. I don't think that AI should be doing our jobs for us because AI is going to, because um, if AI drives, okay, that's fine. That, that still doesn't, like you said, that doesn't, it's not a very valid point. But, but people are, are going to start using AI for more and more jobs, it's like banking. So that the AI is so that so that it's easier for other people. 
but we also need to play but we also need jobs and if if nobody uses if there aren't if everything is like done by ai then then this whole world is going to fall into poverty because there aren't going to be any jobs i know that there are going to be a, i know that people are going to be able to need, need to fix the ai if something malfunctions but still not i don't think everybody is going to want to be um like fixing ai i don't think that's every anybody's passion like i mean not everybody's passion so that's my point mom i think saying that over over a period of this is the argument we would often listen to when we were growing up as also computers will come everybody will lose their jobs and we have been living in a world with computers for easily over 20 25 years in my memory so computers came lot of jobs were lost but lot of jobs were gained also at this moment you may not be able to see the avenues as clearly the second thing is you are currently in a world where you are dependent heavily on ai all your youtube recommendations all your netflix recommendations they are all ai they are all algorithms ai is not some demon that is going to come from outer space and destroy the planet it is controlled by human intervention but it it makes calculation faster and less error prone so it, you cannot discount the fact that ai exists in your life and it will continue to increase its presence in your life you have to work around it there is no saying let's go back to a world with ai that's not going to happen we are already way ahead i agree i but you you misunderstood what i was saying you you thought that i was saying that ai is completely bad we don't need anything to do with no. it i agree that I I agree that a that we use AI in our everyday lives. Some amount of it is good. Some some of it we act we literally depend on. You do. But but uh but in um but in my argument, I was saying that if we use AI for too many stuff, then it it isn't going to be good for us. We're all going to turn into lazy buffoons. Can I, can I say something? Mm-hmm. So, Dia, your point about too much AI is bad. Mm, not too much of anything is bad for sure. But the thing is, 
you cannot stop some things you people have to keep working at making their own lives easier that is the objective of everyone you have to keep doing things that makes your life easier you have to use your time more efficiently in doing more value added stuff so people said if they have thought they don't want to use uh, animals to do their help with their farming then people would have been still plowing their own fields then if they said okay we can't use machines and do away with animals then people would have still been using bullocks and cows to plow their fields then they started using tractors then they started using mega tractors or whatever they are called right big multi grainer machines whatever it is then they have probably started using a lot of uh mechanized farming right where a lot of automatic sowing happens there are these machines which goes out then they have water irrigation which is controlled through machines so the water is allowed to drip at particular times with different minerals and fertilizers mixed in them so people keep you know advancing so agriculture is just an example so similarly right with everything else whether it is banking or whether it is <coughs> accounting yes. almost everything that we were doing 100 years back has gone through an entire change things are becoming much much easier things are becoming so comfortable now we couldn't have imagined so many things that we are doing now uh, 20 years back maybe it was all science fiction which is now reality so ai will come whatever has to come will come you cannot stop what is good for society or what makes life easier if something makes life easier it will definitely happen if you you don't want to adapt it fine but somebody else will bring it in you're right but you're right your point is is very true and i don't have an argument against that and um but what but i but i do have to say that those that um those who that that those who like let their that that just let everything that what but what i was saying is that i don't think that our world should like plummet into like ai doing everything for us which i don't think will happen but but sometimes people will get carried away which tends to happen like if i was if i was like um if i was on my ipad for for like 5 minutes then i tend to get carried away and i start going to 10 minutes then 15 and then slowly into like longer and longer so Hush. okay so um here's a bigger example of why we should reduce the ai time and the ai work working technology <laughs> Okay, it's because I learned this in a video I watched. There is this job in Portugal that completely got um erased by one rope by a robot by base by computer settings and and um this might seem crazy but it i mean <laughs> this doesn't seem this will sound like i'm doing some kind of fictionate 
Action. No big deal. Instead of having 
to uh, light up candles, which endangers us. Uh, and also, like, um, a microwave, which heats it up without having to light a fire, again, which endangers us. And we have many examples of this in almost every house, because we, because this just helps our life be faster. It helps us go to our jobs, and for adults, it helps us earn money and so much more convenience in the world and in our, in our everyday lives. So, this is, so this is my, so I, so this is my conclusion to my speech, but now we have diverted from our, um, from original our, topic, from our topic about global warming and public transport to AI. So I am going to bring it back to public transport. Good. The public, where we last left off was at the biodegradable, um, hmm. like stuff suits. and the suits and how I don't think that there should be like auto driver, auto drive. But there are some examples where, um, there that, um, autopilots or stuff like that are needed. Like in a helicopter where if somebody, if the, if the pilot has to go down, then, or to rescue somebody, then autopilot is needed. Otherwise it's going to collapse and there's going to be no way out of this situation. So, that can be said, so this is used and needed in some cases, but um, in public transport, it's on the road. We, unless we're on like the edge of a cliff or like about to plummet down, we don't need AI. And I'm pretty sure that no driver is gonna drive you off the edge of a cliff, unless something goes wrong with the steering wheel. No, he goes cuckoo. <laughs> um, so, does anybody have anything to say about this? No, I think we are okay. Okay, so... Because yeah, we don't know how we can go... How we can go on with this because you basically... Okay, I have something to add. Oh, I need Daddy, what do you have yeah, so, so autopilot, you mentioned autopilot. So autopilot is something which came in very recently, right? Until maybe, okay, when I say recently, it's still 20, 30 years, but maybe even longer. But it's not something which was there earlier, right? You had to do everything manually. Even driving, we used to do everything manually. Going up a yes. cliff, going down a cliff, you had to do it manually. You had to control it with the gears in your hand. Now you have automatic cars, which does it by, you know, you don't have to think too much about it. But there is always an automatic option. But, you know, manually you can do everything, but automatic just makes it much easier. Hmm. Even That's in your Siri. I don't know if you have seen it when, you, uh, when you're uh, installing Siri for the first time in your phone. Not every time you switch your phone on, but the first time, the very first time you're going to install Siri on the phone, it asks you, can we use, when we, can we collect, your data in order to make Siri better. So Siri is something that is learning by example. Over a period of time, the more examples it gets, the more wider it knowledge, its knowledge becomes. So they ask you, do you want us to collect your data so that Siri can become better? And if you say no, 
then they will not pick up on data from your phone. So you always have the option. More and more governments will come into picture and they will say, hey, this company ABC, you're not supposed to be doing this because this invades somebody's privacy. So you stop here. It's what's going to happen. Which is very good. And the reason why I have um, made chosen this um, this topic to, to talk about is because there are more and more like lands and beautiful areas that are being completely destroyed because of pollution and global warming. global warming and because us humans are not being responsible enough. Sure, we are responsible. We are trying our hardest. But trying isn't enough. Doing is what we have to do. Okay, good. Thank you. Well done. Daddy, you yeah. wanted yeah. to say something. No, no. Hash wanted yeah. to say something. Yeah. You want to say something? How did we get from global warming to, to AI? So basically, you jumped to my topic. 